Y'all. <laughs> yeah. These two podcasters going to get up in some trouble on the podcast tonight. Oh my God. We are. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode 10 of, of Stay F. Homekins. The podcast. The podcast. <laughs> Well, we have to we have to say Not what it is. Not the live stage review. Well, because you know there could be a movie, there could be you know I'm looking into the future, so this how, is how far, <laughs> pretty far, pretty in a desperate in a dystopian. Is it a is future it, where all entertainment, <laughs> other entertainment, has been destroyed? We might be looking down that road. Is this a time enough at last <laughs> situation? Okay, so the podcast, and we are your. Sherpas. <laughs> That's very grand. <laughs> what are we Sherpa-ing them to? The, the like end of the podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. We will be your guides to the end of the podcast episode. <laughs> Ooh, I like that person. Do you really? Yeah. You don't think it's, it's spooky? It no, it has like a um, what's his name? Not Booglia. That's not Vincent. Vincent Bugliosi from the <laughs> the Charles Manson trial. Whoa. Okay. Vincent, <laughs> like Price, maybe. Vincent Price. Yeah, like do a vibe. Think, do you think they ever met? Vincent Price. I don't know. They were contemporaries. I've read a lot about. Well, first of all, blah, blah, blah. It's our podcast. I'm Janie Hannah Tompkins. I'm Paul Tompkins. He's a comedian. I'm an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Married cares? and we're quarantined together. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Okay. I read a lot about... What else do you got? <laughs> I read a lot about Manson. And apparently Bugliosi, kind of a grandiose... Um, I, I, I don't know him. Mm-hmm. Other people have said. Right. Asshole. Well, I mean, he is a lawyer. <laughs> uh, uh, my cousins might be listening. Yes. Some of my lawyer cousins could be listening. You know who loves lawyer jokes? Lawyers. They do? Yes. Do we cheat him and how? Remember from like car talk <laughs> or whatever? Did you ever listen car to car talk? <laughs> what? Why were they doing those kinds of jokes on car talk? Because had you never listened, you never listened. I never to did. I never did. Oh, that was their whole deal. I know they that were like funny deal. guys who, you know, that was their thing. I mean, it depends. Funny is subjective. Yeah. I hope people could feel <laughs> the quotes. <laughs> I actually liked that show. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. It was very popular. But it was like entertaining. Click and, and clack. <laughs> did we ever find out their real names? I don't know if they were a secret. Were they? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that they called themselves click and clack. Yeah, they were like brothers and they, the best part of the show is like someone would call up and they'd be like, I've got like a 17 year old Honda, whatever. And, and they're like, okay, okay. And and they're like, oh, the transmission's in the trunk or whatever, you know? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know? And they're like, it's making this noise. And they'd go like this, boo, 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 boo. And they're like, Oh, you need a new uh, whatever uh, belt, conveyor belt. <laughs> but wait, wait, were the people making the noises with their mouths or they were they yes. were like, okay, yes. it wasn't like they brought the phone to the car and no. made, made the noise. And like they, every time it'd be like, you got to replace the fan belt and it would be like, okay. And then the car would last for 17 more years. Wait, so they would do follow-ups with people? Well. Because I could, 
Look, maybe. Let's do it right now. You be. I'll be click and clack. You call me up with your. They car had problem. like accents. They had like accents. I'm like, not going to do that. It's racist. Like Jersey or New York or Boston or something. Ugh, Boston accent. No, it might have been like more Jersey. One of the things that I think is good about this quarantine is that we're almost <laughs> out of Boston accent. No, we're content. not. We're not because we watched that. I know. That's Apple what I'm saying. Show. We're almost out. That's the last one. I think defending Jacob is the last one. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sticking with that show because I and need to are... know who did the murder. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm sticking with that show because I'm kind of like, come on, just tell me who did the murder. Like they've got me. We've we've That's discussed. All I care about. We've discussed the twists. Oh, um, no one's doing. The only person that did a Boston accent in the whole show was the street vendor who had three lines. <laughs> Chris Evans does it sometimes. All right, is he from Boston? Yeah. Is that why yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. a producer on that show? Yeah. I have a message to Boston actors. <laughs> Boston actors. Boston actors, if you're listening. Are you listening? Learn a new accent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I can do I can do another accent. I have another accent I can do. Mm. And I'm pretty good at this other one. Like, I even got, like, a callback from, like, a fancy pants direct. I mean, I got a call back. Like, he called me on the phone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I did this other accent. Yeah. That's not why he called me. It wasn't about the accent. It was about my performance. But what I'm saying is I put an, I put one in my little bag. Of, I put another one in my bag of tricks. I might have some more in me for all I know. You got to put you gotta put more accents in your BOT. <laughs> that's just the way it is, Boston actors. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so okay i'll be click or clack oh we're going back okay uh hey click yeah yeah hey what did the grasshopper say when he walked into the bar <laughs> <laughs> we'll I, get to your problem in a second yeah you know what he said what yeah oh, you got a drink named after me <laughs> and then oh, no. Wait, uh, oh i messed it up i messed it up <laughs> okay hey so click. The, hey click yeah what's your car problem Wait, I thought you were going to do the joke again. Hold on a second. I'm the host of <laughs> oh, the show. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, car talk. You're on the car talk. This is Click. Hey, um, hey, Click. This is Sally from Denver. Hey, Sally. Denver, Mile High City. How's it going out there? It's good. What's your car trouble, sweetie? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, um, honey. Just tell me your car trouble. <laughs> okay. Um, feels like a boundary violation. But- hey, hey. <laughs> Grasshopper walks into a bar. Okay, here we go. Bartender says, "Hey, we got a drink named after you." Uh-huh. Grasshopper says, "Oh, really? You got a you got a drink named Sully?" <laughs> anyway, what's your problem? Do the noise. Wait, <laughs> it's not a noise. I have. Uh oh. I have a 1992 Toyota. Toyota Corolla. Corolla yeah. <laughs> I could tell by the sound of your voice. Yeah, that's what you had. <laughs> And, you know, Denver's got a lot of, like, mountains and hills. Okay, what's your problem, sweetheart? We got a lot of callers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like I, I could file a suit against you for this. What? For what? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a funny guy. Me and my brother, we're funny. All right, okay. So, the brakes don't work. I got the brakes. Yeah, bra- brakes don't work. I got the brake pads. Brake pads. I got the brake pads replaced. Replaced. Nothing. Nothing. And then uh, I'm rolling, rolling down. Rolling down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, rolling down a mile 
high high city city yeah so what do you what do you think Got what it, you, lay it on me you know what it is lay you, it on me you clack, blink, click you bl- who, who you bl- am i talking I'm click <laughs> your blinkers are draining too much from the battery <laughs> Another case right. solved. So it's the blinkers? Yeah. The blinkers? Your turn are- signals. They drain it too much from the battery. They're too bright. You got to mm. change the bulbs in there. Okay. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Another mystery solved by click or clack. This feels sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> they were like. Sacrilegious. <laughs> they were like misogynists. <laughs> In, so I nailed it. They were not. Oh, they were not misogynists. No, I mean maybe they were. I I didn't. I would have never pegged Charlie Rose. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one came out of left field for me. <laughs> I don't know about everyone else out there. I almost feel like I was more surprised about Matt Lauer than I was about. Oh Charlie hell Rose. no! You know what, Matt Lauer? Mm-hmm. We he helped elect Trump. Yeah, he was terrible. He basically, he, was terrible like, during hon- election. he basically honked Hillary's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, I never, it's not like I was a big Matt Lauer fan, but I never had. It's okay if you were at one time. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Could you imagine being a big Matt Lauer fan? You're I mean, like, I just love that guy. Journalism wise, I, I don't know if he was, he was respected or something, I think. I, I mean, respected enough to get to be the anchor on the Today Show. But that's like a big paying job. Yeah, it of course it is, but it's not like it's the most amazing journalism. No, but they have that. I, I mean, they do have to like interview like, I don't know, like heads whoever. of state. Yeah. Look, I can't. Go anyway, th- let me finish my thought. OK. Matt Lauer, very surprising. To me. Sure. Bill Cosby. Shock. Oh, wait. Is yes. that what you're going to say? No, it's not what oh. I was going to say. I was going to say, Charlie Rose didn't surprise me as much, and I'll tell you why. Really? Because of the Royal Tenenbaums. What? He's, there not, is he's a, in that movie? No, he's not. Oh. There is a scene in that movie uh-huh. where Gwyneth Paltrow's character goes on a Charlie Rose-type show. Uh-huh. It's clearly supposed to be Charlie Rose. Okay. And then afterwards, after her appearance on the show, mm-hmm. she's in the dressing room and the Charlie Rose character comes up behind her and starts massaging her shoulders. And I thought, oh, did someone, knows this, Charlie does someone Rose. know that Charlie Rose is a creep? Someone knows it. Well, who, yeah. who wrote that? Wesley Anderson? Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> is that not his name? The outlaw, Wesley Anderson. <laughs> What's his Wes name? Wes Anderson. His mother might call him Wesley. His mother, if she's mad at him. <laughs> You're a big fan. I am a big fan. I have enjoyed all of his movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get why. I get why people don't, and they feel like I've. I feel like there's a there was a backlash, and then everyone. It was like a backlash where people just vented their feelings, where they're like, "We don't like this guy." <laughs> I don't have a problem with him. He does twee white. Rich people things. So what? I look. I you get. You know what it. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. But well, ulti- it, but ultimately, yes. So what about anything like, that you don't like? What's he supposed to do? You're supposed to write what you know. Well, yeah. I feel. I feel. People say he makes the same movie over and over again. Some people say that, mm-hmm. and it's like I get that criticism. It's not the same to me. No, I don't think it's the same. And I'm surprised that I I, I have been surprised at movies. 
that he has made where I thought, I'm not going to like this one, and then I liked it. What do people want from him? That's my question when people, like, clap back. Well, I... I don't know what people want. I don't know if people want anything from him necessarily. Like, I don't know that people want him to change his style of filmmaking. I think they are saying that it's so, maybe that it's so uniform and it seems so white um, that it seems as if it, it, like time has passed him by. You know, I see what you mean, I guess. I I, I just kind of like... But it is a personal taste thing. But there's you know. so many filmmakers that have a stylistic signature. Oh, sure. That it is almost like... I just don't even understand that criticism. Like, you either like it and it speaks to you or it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, that said, I could go on a major rant about mm. Quentin Tarantino. But like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> see, there it is. It's like some there you either but, like it or you don't. And there's some people that push a... There's some people that push a button in you no matter what. And I'm not saying that anyone's criticism of the uniformity of, you know, Wes Anderson's casting color palette is not open to criticism. Of course it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I guess I know what he's going to do. He's got a certain style within that style. He does things. He does different things. Did he do Rushmore? Yeah. Yeah. I liked that movie quite yeah. a bit. That movie really, when I saw it, like I got like the soundtrack and everything. And yeah. I like laughed out loud at certain parts. And Absolutely. You got a lull. Absolutely. <laughs> I had a lull. When the bees come Remember, into the o- door. Oh, are you? Oh, are o- they? Oh, are they? These are my oh, OR scrubs. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. So funny to it's me. It's a great moment. I am. Um, I liked Quentin Tarantino's last movie, so I should just clarify when I was saying I was like gonna nag on Quentin Tarantino. But I think what bothers me about Quentin Tarantino about that whole like, oh, you're supposed to like this, or you're if you like cinema, yes. you're supposed to like this. You're supposed to not like this or that. Yeah. Or and then someone has a stylistic fingerprint. My whole thing is, I saw Pulp Fiction in the theater. I didn't respond to it in the way that other people did i Mm -hmm. knew i didn't like it it didn't it didn't speak to me on an emotional Mm -hmm. level at all and also was offended by some of the some of it but um but what bothers me is that like as part of like the pop culture conversation like people are like oh well you just need to see this movie of his or you just need to see this movie of his and then like i go down the road and i'm like uh, I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not his demo. Like I did like the latest one, but that goes back to my Manson. So now we're back to Vincent Bugliosi. It always comes back to Vincent Bugliosi. <laughs> well, and also I just saw there was going to be a docuseries about Manson on, I want to say it was like USA coming up. Hmm, I'd like to know something about this Manson guy. <laughs> and I'm going down, I'm going deep, <laughs> I'm going deep. And I'm going to watch it because I have to add it to all of my true crime mm-hmm. to cr- true crime stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm just saying like, that's the thing about Wes Anderson. Like I, I mean like, it's okay to like or not like art. It sucks when people are like, you have to like this or you can't like that. Yeah. I don't, I've never liked that approach from people where it's like, well, you got to watch this one. It's like, well, because usually the people that say that sort of thing to you mm-hmm. are people that don't know you very well. Yes. And it's like, well, you don't know that 
why do you think this is going to change my mind? Like, we don't know each other. I don't like that much violence in a movie. Like yeah. I, it separates me from any emotional experience. Like, yeah. It's like when people, it's like, it's like the same with like mole sauce. Like I don't like mole sauce and everyone's like, you just haven't had like a good mole sauce. <laughs> and I'm like, I love when people <laughs> do that with food. It's so crazy. I, I, it's like true in some respects, but I've like given mole sauce like a lot of chances. Do you know what though? I had that experience with wine. Well, I that's never, different. I never wine liked wine. Crazy wide range. But of here's why I never liked it. Is because the only <laughs> wine I'd ever had <laughs> as a young person, as a young man, was from M Bar. Was comedy club <laughs> wine. Yeah. Where they put like a piece of saran wrap over the. <laughs> <laughs> it was like vinegar. Like oh, they were basically yeah, exactly. pouring you salad yes, vinegar. Exactly. Yeah. And so it wasn't until years later we were out to dinner with some friends and they ordered wine and I tried it and it was. So good. Well, it's funny. It's hard not to do wine in California. Like it's such a part of the culture here. I wish like, people understood. <laughs> it's so hard. I was the thing about like. I mean, I think that is true about like some foods and stuff. Like you can like try to expand your palate. Like, sure. Like when people are like, "Oh, you have to like Malay sauce," and I'm like, "No," because like when I go to um, eat out at Mexican restaurants, I like the um, like green salsa. Can I tell you something? <laughs> so. On? I don't like mole sauce either. You know what? People really like, and you know what's weird that I don't like it is because there's chocolate in it apparently, and I'm yeah. a, I'm like a fanatic about chocolate. You are a chocoholic. I'm a chocoholic. <laughs> I love chocolate so much. Like that's my like desert island mm. food. Anyway, to be fair, you're not a chocoholic. No, I am a chocolate. Why do you think I'm not? Well, because you like chocolate, but I don't think you're you're not eating it constantly. I would if I had. You know? You're saying you're a recovering chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm taking it one day at a time. Okay? <laughs> anyway. Are you a friend of M and W? <laughs> what? It didn't work. <laughs> you know, alcoholics are a friend of Bill W. Uh, yeah, but I always forget about that. Don't. What if he walks in here right now? Well, I'd give him some chocolate. We always <laughs> save a seat for Bill W. <laughs> oh at our family dinners. Oh, my God. All right. So, anyway, back to the topic at hand. Vincent Bugliosi. <laughs> <laughs> so, I read this book recently that said he was, like, kind of a jerk. And, mm. like, and they, and they basically were, like, saying, like, he put himself, like, in the middle. Like, that he, like, made things make sense in the trial the way he wanted the outcome to be or something right. like that right, right, right like the like the the prosecution that he put on apparently was like kind of outlandish when it needed it didn't need to be or something like that are you saying it was a circus he created this yes it is he created the narrative he oh. he created the narrative of I hate this to see it this and anyway it was this book about like maybe the cia like Maybe the CIA was responsible. Look, I don't know. This book took me on this journey. <laughs> the CIA was responsible for the Manson murders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they did them. Like essentially like, okay, and maybe I read this book wrong, but this is the way I interpreted this book is that like basically like this guy was like saying that um, the CIA was doing all of this kind of like 
mind control stuff with mm-hmm. um, LSD. <clears throat> right. Like, and, and they were doing this thing like where they wanted to flood people with LSD to see if they could like program them to um, like do violence. Yeah. I did the same thing once. Go ahead. <laughs> I put LSD in a public pool. Go ahead. (laughs) That makes you remember this other podcast I I listened to once about, was it the Grateful Dead or someone? Like, he they like dosed all these people uh, the playboy oh, the yeah. pen, the penthouse uh, yeah 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 pe- playboy uh, night time I, f- I feel like we heard this together no we didn't hear it together but i i recounted it to you and i was like is this for real is this for real because i like I, okay i'm digressing from the cia but essentially <laughs> like cia take a breather <laughs> boy talk about it if you're listening you know what i mean <laughs> CIA, you're listening. <laughs> so imagine being the guy, one of the people in the CIA whose job it is to monitor. You podcasts. know what? You know what? That movie. There's that movie that I loved. That movie, the one about like Pulp Fiction. No, they're like in Germany or something. Oh, the lives of others. That movie was freaking. I love them. Awesome. That movie. I Do you think it would hold up if we watched it? Yes, again? I want to see it again. <laughs> I want to see that movie again. It's called the lives. Of, okay, so back to Manson. So the CIA, they were like, "We're gonna see what happens when all these people take um, LSD." And so they like went to like hate Ashbury in the Summer of Love or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were like going, you know, monitoring all this shit. <laughs> this sounds crazy. What? <laughs> were they giving people acid? I can't remember the book I hey friend want to feel groovy <laughs> by, by the way by the way peace and love hey i just found some acid i have too much now would you like some my man <laughs> no there was a whole chapter about this guy there was a whole like i'm not kidding there was a whole chapter about this guy who was like an operative who essentially like was that way mm-hmm. and he like had to grow his hair out and become groovy and like he couldn't find any information i'm i'm like butchering this guy's book and by the way i think it wasn't that long i was like three months ago i read it i get i'm butchering it but like hey have you heard the latest vanilla fudge groovy out of sight care for some paper drugs so the the whole the whole thing was that they like kind of knew that um that taking that much acid would break down like your humanity or Mm -hmm. something um although then you read about people who are like no i discovered my humanity or whatever but like because then i read this other book a long time ago that maybe even stuck with me more than this book but, but like it was Diane. Diane Cannon. Cannon's yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> memoir, <laughs> y'all. Okay, so uh, Diane Cannon was married to Cary Grant, and mm-hmm. he was like totally obsessed with acid. Yeah, when he got older, he was obsessed with acid therapy, right? Yes, his like shrink would give it to him, but he was like he was like a freaking preacher about it yeah. and he it, like wanted her to do it all the time and she was she just didn't want to do it come on diane let's trip balls <laughs> ride with me on the yellow submarine <laughs> oh 
how has that not been out there? <laughs> it's been put out there somewhere. <laughs> right? What do you mean? Like, that's not a meme or something. Uh, I, I bet it is. I bet you could find something like that. He, like, loved it. He loved it. Anyway, her thing was cool. She, I just, like, read it because lo- I'm, i like, a huge fan of that movie, Bob and Ke- Ted and... Bob and Carolyn Carol Ted and Alice. Anyway, so I was, like, sort of, and I love Hollywood memoirs. Okay, fine. <laughs> Fine. Is that what you wanted to hear? I like Hollywood memoirs. Fuck <laughs> you. You finally got it out of her. Is that the Christian Bale? <laughs> it was kind of that. Was good, good for you. Good for you. Here's you. <laughs> that, that part is underrated. Yeah. Imitating <laughs> the lighting guy. By the way, I've turned around. I've turned a corner on how I feel about that. Me too. Me like, too. I'm, I'm on Christian. I'm on Team Bale. I absolutely am. Because. Because <laughs> there's so much shit that goes on. There's so much shit. That, here's the thing. If you are in a movie <laughs> where you're spending so much time looking at tennis balls on a stick or somebody just Is he, telling it, you. Is he one of those movies? Yeah, like the, the robot's over there. Yeah, because that's what had happened was on a Terminator movie. Uh-huh. And so it's so many special effects. And you have to fucking... You have to sell that stuff right. in order for it not to be just completely awful. Right. That's, that is absolutely the saving grace of movies like that is if the actors are, it can make all the difference in the world if the actors are committed. I mean, like, he's an amazing, he's like yeah, one absolutely. of the ba- best actors of our generation. So it's like, if you are, if you're, you know, having to stay in it throughout. Oh, I, hear I hear our neighbors. Oh they have the windows open. scandal. Talking to their dogs. <laughs> um, if you have to stay in it in a weird movie like that, because you have to, you're acting against nothing sometimes. But even so, even then, like I think it's okay for actors to be grumpy. Like uh, you know, like he's probably working like freaking fourteen hour days. You know, they're trying to get the shot before they call break yes. for lunch or whatever, and then some idiot. You know, like during a take, we don't even know if this guy was like, unless I will switch teams if I find out like the person has an issue or something. Like, no, they, what what I had heard was like men challenged. No, 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 this was like a high ranking guy on the crew. He was with the DP. I yeah, think. what did you hear? Tell me what you hear heard that this guy had a history of doing stuff like that. Why? What was his thing? He's just a narcissist or something. Yeah. He just like feels like exhibitionist, you know, I'm, this is my job. I'm, I'm great. And you know, I'm going to do this. I mean, this is basically, it's a lot of nothing. Of course, I don't know this guy. I don't even know his name, but I remember hearing at the time, like, Oh yeah, this guy is notorious for doing that during shoots, like, like the, adjusting stuff. I, I fully, during takes. I fully buy into the, I fully buy into the fact that there was a history leading up. Like, it didn't just come out of, like, Christian Bale being, like, a total, like, yeah, you know, loose cannon person. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know Christian Bale. I mean, we've never heard any other rants of his. No. Although the same could be said of David O. Russell. But we do. Wait, David O. Russell's the one they caught on oh. tape yelling at Lily Tomlin? Yes, yes, yes. How did he have a career? What's his deal? He made some movies that got big acclaim early on what were what? his movies still get acclaim what like are he, they what was the one before he did three kings with um oh right with george clooney with george clooney, and where Matt, george clooney punched him in the face 
behind the scenes? <laughs> yes, behind the scenes. Not in front of them. He did in- not punch him on camera. <laughs> he didn't. No, he punched him. Because he's a jerk. You're yes. saying he punched him because he was a jerk one, to George Clooney. One could, one could be led to believe that he, he was is a, a jerk. Vincent Bugliosi. Do you know? I never told, I don't think I ever told you this. I met him one time. Vincent Bugliosi. David O. Russell. Yeah, Vincent Bugliosi. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he lived in Pasadena. <laughs> he lived in Pasadena. I never told you I met Vincent Bugliosi. <laughs> Wait, so. I met David O. Russell. I was working on a TV show in London. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, oh, do tell. <laughs> coincidentally, fancy. Of <laughs> uh, one of my castmates, uh, her boyfriend was coming over because he had scored. I think it was I Heart Huckabee's at the time, and it was having its London premiere or something like that. Right. And so we got invited to the party. It was mm. some screening or something. Mm. We got invited to the after party at this hotel, and. I went up to... Do you remember the hotel? No. Mm. It does not matter. It wasn't the Savoy. It was not the Savoy. <laughs> Should have been nicer, David O'Russell. So I went up He. W- I went up to see my friend and her boyfriend at this party. Mm-hmm. And then I was introduced to David O'Russell... Who uh, I said hello, and he said hello, and then we were left facing each other. Uh-huh. And I said, "How are you enjoying your party?" Uh huh. And he just looked at me, and then he turned away. <sighs> then he spent he spent he start he proceeded to like gradually try to box me out of this conversational circle. My legs were the back of my legs were against a coffee table. Uh huh. And he was just like kind of moving closer and closer to me. I had nowhere to go with it. Like his back is to me. And he's just moving closer and closer. I had nowhere to go. And I almost fell over this table. Wow. So that was my encounter with David O. Russell. I have and a, you know what? It made a lasting impression. I have a lot of opinions about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he listens to Stay Up Home, Ken. Look, so. if he's listen- David O. Russell, if you're listening. <laughs> David O. Russell. I got mad beef with you. We don't like each other. You're listening. We don't like each other. We never will. But don't take it out on my wife. (laughs) Come on, man. Don't take it out on my wife. I've never met him, so. That's what I'm saying. He took it out on Lily Tomlin. But if he's listening. (laughs) But by the time I saw him, he'd already taken it out on Lily Tomlin. Oh, it was after. He was just in a mood, man. He was in a freaking three-year mood. mood. Hey, who hasn't been there where you're walking around screaming that Lily Tomlin is a cunt, <laughs> opening and closing fake doors? <laughs> Have you ever seen the video? Yeah, I saw it a long time ago, back when like viral videos were new. And I was like... Yeah, I saw that when viral videos were new. <laughs> That's back when I thought that that video... <laughs> Of that girl who cuts her hair on our wedding oh, night was right. real. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Y'all, I was convinced that that video of the girl who cuts her hair on her wedding night was real. Yeah. Like, that, I've been fooled by some of those. That video, like, gave me, like, so many, like, it pushed a button in me that was so <laughs> emotional that, like, I'm, I must have seen that video maybe two or three times in my entire life, but I can like remember it <laughs> like i just had like such I, I just 
I just, I knew that person. I knew that broken train wreck person and I couldn't escape from her in the video because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was watching, the, I was watching the video like it was an, like it was an accident on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just saying. You were That's brides- when I saw the David and Russell. Oh, you were many- a bridesmaid in how many weddings? I was a bridesmaid in like, I lost count, I think. <laughs> it was a lot of weddings. Like maybe 12. That's I was just one, <laughs> maybe like third. I was That's just bananas, I, and like I was a middle-aged bridesmaid, <laughs> just in tw- uh, end of twenty eighteen when we went to New Mexico for Paige and John's wedding. That's true. That's true. So you were announced that way. I announced myself that way. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great wedding. I was like, it was a great wedding. I miss weddings. Yeah, let's not get into everything. In I movie. know, but listen, I just want to say. We're great guests. Young people? We're great guests. Post-vaccine, you'll want us there. Oh, post-vaccine, you'll want us there. You'll want us there. Like, we are so happy for you at the wedding. To all our younger friends, (laughs) we're just letting you know. Or second marriages. Or, yes, our friends who are about to get divorced and will start a new relationship Uh, after COVID. Yes. I mean, why not? Hey, Listen, weddings are the shit. I'm serious. I love a wedding. I do too. I was like a damn bridesmaid so many damn times. <laughs> Y'all, I can't even with the bridesmaids. Y'all, <laughs> some of the bridesmaids going to get them in some trouble. The reception tonight. I wish I'd gotten up into some on some bridesmaids trouble and booted them. You them never out did. It. Well, one famous oh, wedding among my friends. Shit. I was very upset with a particular bridesmaid for the entirety of the wedding. When you were a bridesmaid, yes, I was a bridesmaid. You were so it was bride. Oh, like the it was bridesmaid like the against war bridesmaid. Of northern aggression. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> Listen, I can't even get into why she was like a nightmare and no need. She was a bridesmaidzilla. She was a bridesmaidzilla. <laughs> that shouldn't even be a thing. I don't operate like that. Mm-mm. Like I'm the chill one. Yeah. Like I'm the one that's like, I got taken out of van. I got you <laughs> like here, just down this, take a shot. Like this is just, this is just like inject this, heat it up with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> what if I were that prize? Man? That's why I was boy, in, boy. in 12 weddings. <laughs> I had the really pure shit, <laughs> really pure, <laughs> whatever, whatever. I'm just saying like, I mean, I think I've hung up my bridesmaids. Spurs. Spurs for now. Mm. I hope. I'm too old. Never say never. Oh, one last score, honey. <laughs> what if you... It's like ocean. You got to come out of retirement for one last score. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I, I like, at some point, I'm just going to be... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've been in very few weddings. You're always asked to do the wedding. You're always asked I've, to... I've been in a fishing a few times. Kind of ruffles my feathers because i'm like um excuse me i know how to say words uh, <laughs> i know how to go on the internet and get a freaking whatever minister button well then maybe you should have done it i mean because my freaking best friend asked you to marry him yeah and i was a bridesmaid <laughs> why wasn't i this is like so i we live in such a patriarchal this is like, this is like. It's very true. <sighs> he married us though. 
That's true. So that's true. Is that something you would want to do? Do you want to officiate wedding? No, I just. You just want to be asked. I just want to be like, I want it like, why can't women do blah, blah, blah. Which, and they often do. Right. Yeah. I get it. I'd rather have you. I mean, you're a master of ceremony. You are a master of ceremony. It's like you, true. It's true. I'm an entertainer. You are. So I get it. I get it. I get it. You get it. But, you know, I'm standing to here. the side in taffeta. Cuckoo. <laughs> I'm sweating my balls off in the fucking <laughs> Dusty Rose. <laughs> the 800th Dusty Rose taffeta that I've donned. I feel like we've done, we've been to a lot of weddings together where the wedding happened looking, staring directly into the sun. I think that like, if you put your, if you put your bridesmaids in champagne, that's like really passive aggressive. The color champagne. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Agreed. It's very washed out Don't. Color. Do it. It's not good for anyone. It's not. I don't think it's good for anyone. Uh-oh. There's some listeners out there being, going like, oh, my God, my bridesmaids wore champagne. Well, look, you live and you learn. Next wedding, you'll do better. By the way, I told my bridesmaids, I was like, y'all can wear whatever you want. And these southern bitches came back on me and they were like, <laughs> no, you have to pick a thing or whatever. And I was like, no. I was like, y'all can just wear whatever. Like, this is like older people wedding. It's fine. And, they, and they're like... <laughs> That <laughs> was a geriatric wedding. I was like, y'all can just whatever. And those southern fucking cunts. <laughs> Honey. I love them. They're my best friends from high school. But they were like, no, tell us, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, fine. It's you have to wear like a sunshine yellow and go to da, da. And they went and they did the full bridesmaid situation. They went to like David's bridal and got the thing. Did they really? Yes. So they wore they wore different dresses. You just had two. Yeah, there are only two attendants, and like they got. I said, "Here's a color." Right. They're like, just pick something from David's bridal or whatever. And, uh, and that's exactly what they did. And then they did, and they picked their like silhouette or whatever. Right. And then my my I had two guys, and they wore yellow ties. Right. Cause like we we had like a color we had like we had our color theme we had our colors yellow red yellow and red yellow and red it was like toma- <laughs> it was tomato red it was tomato tomato red, red sunshine, sunshine yellow. yellow if you must know how's your book coming along <laughs> anyway those southern girls could not and then they freaking fought at the <laughs> can I say I get that though that they wanted just like a a guiding thing. Kind of, but like I, with the middle age bridesmaid, I was like, you can told like you can wear black, and I took the I took the note and I just did it. I just wore a black dress. Oh, there you go. And you know what? It worked. It worked out. It totally worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they're still married. They are. They're in court together in t- in Dallas. Right, man. <laughs> now that's cool. That's what I call marriage, Volume Seven. They're in court together and they're like, you know, I don't know. Dallas had like the highest number of cases. <laughs> like, Did it really? The day before. They, it was like the day after they opened or something. Ugh, okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. Let's get it together. <laughs> let's get it together. I don't understand why there's this patchwork quilt plan in a country where our borders are open uh, to one yes. another. <laughs> yeah. You get it together, everyone. Anyway, um, did I ever tell you, I think I told you, there was a wedding that I officiated 
where here's what people need to know about wedding planners is that not my wedding planner not your wedding no you had a wedding coordinator <laughs> yeah but when you hire a wedding person for your wedding mm-hmm. having been an officiant for a number of weddings oftentimes the wedding coordinator will treat your friends like garbage they act <laughs> they talk to you like you're a fucking idiot yeah, well, they like they the act like you're party. like a kindergartner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it's all about how. And I I get it. Their thing is, I'm not going to let you ruin this wedding. Yeah. by doing some dumb shit. They think they're like a drill sergeant. Yes, yeah. and you need to be like beaten into submission. Like you're gonna you're gonna walk down when I tell you to walk down. Blah blah blah. There was uh, at one wedding there that we were all like it was right before the wedding was about to start, and so it's me and the the bridal party and we're gathered in this room about to go out and things are getting like a guy who was the assistant to the coordinator at one point to to put me in place for to to walk out grabbed my upper arm to like move me no he fucking grabbed my arm and i I looked at my arm and I looked at him like, what are you doing? And he went, sorry, 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 sorry. Because but they lose lo- their minds. They are losing their minds. Yeah. Yeah. It's like brain It's like brain surgery. It's like for them, they're like, oh my gosh, this is my one chance to save this person's life. I guess. I guess they're used to dealing with people who are monsters too. Well, I feel like, okay, I'm going to play, play devil's advocate for one second. I think that because the nature of like a wedding is supposed to be a one time deal <laughs> and the there, conceit of the wedding let's yeah say. and there is all of this expectation around it mm-hmm. that is impossible by the yes, way yes of course and there is just all of this like family drama going on mm-hmm. i mean I just feel like it's such a heightened, it is sort of a fascinating, it is a fascinating ritual. Yeah. Because it is a very heightened situation. Mm-hmm. And you just like, you don't even know. You don't yeah. even know. Like the mother could have told the bride she looked like fat. You know, you don't know. <laughs> oh, hold for airplane, helicopter or something. Oh, no, we don't do that here. We fucking plow straight ahead. <laughs> Warts and all. This is where we live. Helicopters are frequently overhead. I feel like you had, when you, something, when you said, did I ever tell you how I met David O. Russell? <laughs> like, it jogged a memory of someone I met, and I can't remember. It was like something really, it was someone who was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember. Now I've lost it. Maybe like I that's wanted a whole to say, other podcast. It might be your next podcast. I met an asshole. But I need to remember who it was. Or it was like some kind of asshole thing happened or something like that. And I feel like you need to... Do you know what I'm talking about? I Maybe I do you bet, know? I bet it will... I don't know right now, but I bet it'll come to us immediately after we stop recording. Because I really, I really wanted to say what it was. <laughs> 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 who it was. <laughs> Cause you you were like I was like oh you met Vincent Bugliosi and then you were like no and then it was David O'Russell oh, God there was someone it was something like that 
I'm going to think of it. And you know what? I'm going to out them. Although <laughs> we have some news, though. We acquired our first sponsor. Yes. We won't say who it is. Right. We're not going to say who it is. But, but it'll be for next episode. Our right? next episode, we might yes. have a little product to talk about. <laughs> Isn't that fun? I can't wait. I, I want to welcome our new sponsor. If they, I don't, I doubt they listen to this. <laughs> I don't even know what was told to them to Who hop on this train. Fucking knows. Surely it's some like insane sales pitch <laughs> <laughs> to give us $5 to talk about. I don't know what they gave us, but whatever. It doesn't matter. That happened. That was a bright spot in the week. Yes. Even though nice we're not, hear. we can't do it until next episode that's right so i hope everyone is on board maybe that'll be the episode i think of who the asshole is and we can talk about freely on the <laughs> what if you realize you shouldn't talk about it look it's okay for me to talk about david or russell because... i'll never work with that guy <laughs> <laughs> well if i realize i shouldn't talk about it then i'm gonna talk about it in such a veiled way that people are gonna want to like ponder over who it is like in my last podcast our last podcast i talked about that audition story and veiled people- is that a clue was it princess jasmine <laughs> princess jasmine was a dick <laughs> <laughs> she was a dick i don't know why was princess jasmine such a dick guys if you have questions about your car which uh if it's not working um clack here <laughs> What was your accent? Was it Boston? What it, was, were you doing? it was a sloppy Boston accent. Yeah. Oh, it was? It was good enough. Are they Boston? Are they? I think they are Boston guys. I think they are Massachusetts guys. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so. You know what? I think that's ringing a bell. Like, I think that's ringing a bell. Are they from, <laughs> are they from Brookline where everyone is from? John Hodgman's <laughs> from there and the 800 other people are from there. Shout out to, oh, I saw somebody... Try to do a side-by-side comparison of my calves and John Hodgman's calves. What? Yes. You know what? That's body shaming. We know they both have beautiful calves. Well, but... Yours were better. Yours were better. <laughs> well, of course mine are better. What was funny to me, though, was it was a... You could... There was a picture where... Of John's legs where you could see his calves. Yeah. And then a picture of my legs, but it was my sh- my shins. <laughs> Which I don't... <laughs> I feel like I should point. I didn't. I didn't think I would need to point this out. I have but a question. Shins are not calves. Have your calves never been captured on photo in photograph? No, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if they were that hard to. Are you saying we need to do a photo shoot for my calves? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? What? You know what? I have no answer to that. You're absolutely right. John can try to do his in portrait mode. And then he's going to be all like, here's my portrait mode, Kaz. And we're going to be like, you cheated. Those are portrait mode. Why don't we do portrait mode first? I don't understand. (laughs) What? Wait, in this made up scenario, why is he getting the edge on us? On us. Because he (laughs) thinks he has the uh, better calves. This is making me uncomfortable. I don't think To be he, fair, John has never said that. We are not our bodies. We are just in our bodies. We are not our bodies. We're just in our bodies. <laughs> which is unfortunate. That if we're you're stuck in my in body. 
Anybody else uh, not want to be in their body? Let's uh, trade places. Why Freaky don't Friday. you love your body? Your body is healthy. You can walk on your legs. Your arms are strong. It's a great time to get into this. You can you're, you can eat and breathe and walk and think. You have a good, solid body. I don't need you to body shame, body shame me. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wrap it up. Do you have any recommendations? Do we? Do we? we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, I guess I, I guess I would recommend. Um, I mean, I kind of butchered the guy's book, but he did write about how the CIA might have been. I don't know. The freaking Manson murder. <laughs> when I say it out loud, it sounds cuckoo brains. <laughs> that like he was that the that they were like programmable to do murder because they. I mean, look, it's not out of the realm of possibility, certainly. I but I, I think if you're in a cult, like you become programmable without the LSD. Yes, and I think that those people. I I don't. Yeah, I don't think those people were programmed by the CIA. I think they No, but the CIA wasn't like necessarily like they didn't plan it is what I'm saying. They just gave them a bunch of acid and said, "Let's see what happens." They would like check in every 8 weeks and write <laughs> <to them. laughs> Are you feeling murdery? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what it is? They were like, "Charles, how's it going?" Like Charles, how's it going? <laughs> Hey, Charles. Were, Good to were, see you. <laughs> they were like, Charles, like, have you been? A, I mean, I know you got 25 blowjobs from this girl, <laughs> from this smelly girl. But like, <laughs> <laughs> have you been able to talk her into stabbing someone 48 times? How are you and your filth family doing? Any murders <laughs> in the offing? I All right. So you want to recommend that book? What's it called? It's called Chaos and like the CIA in the 60s or something. Chaos and the CIA Maybe. in the 60s. Something like that. Something along those lines. If you were to Google There's those enough words. Keywords. Yes. But also Diane Cannon's uh, memoir. And also Bob and Carol. If you haven't seen Bob and Carol and Ellen. Ted I, and Alice. <laughs> that's not even Who are name. you going to say? Bob and Carol and Alice and Ted or whatever the name of them. It's Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. Why well, won't you believe me? I'm just saying that I've seen that movie like five times. I think it is like so funny. It is a great document of the time. It's like more than that. Though. Everybody like in it is really crazy, good. like nuanced. It's yeah, like no, a, it's it's definitely worth watching. It's, I don't mean it to say that it's like super dated. It is dated though. It is dated, but it's not. But that's not what's enjoyable about it. It's still an enjoyable movie. Well, it's super funny because it's just funny because it's like it's like a free love. I mean, the whole thing like starts at Esalen. It's like I want to go to Esalen now because of it, but Paul won't go because it's like a naked place. Whatever. Don't go to a naked place. Sorry. What are your recommendations? Sorry, body shame. <laughs> what um, if you love your body by the end of quarantine and you're like, okay, I'll go. I cannot see that happening. <laughs> Do you think they're sanitizing Esalen? I don't think they are. <laughs> that is foremost in my mind. Are they sanitizing Esalen? I want to go there so bad. All right, so many surfaces um, of naked, like that naked bodies have touched. Yes, I want to shout out. Yeah, <laughs> I participated in something last week or earlier this week. It's on. You can see it on YouTube now. There's an, uh, a New Zealand comedian named Guy Montgomery, who's very funny. I've I've known him over the years from... He's been in our house. He's been times. in our house. I've done his podcast with Tim Batt called The Worst Idea of All Time. 
<laughs> Which is the craziest idea for a podcast. Yes. And he has started hosting, during quarantine, has started hosting these spelling bees. Oh, my God. It's called Guy Montgomery's Guy Mont Spelling Bee. That's so cute. Fantastic title. And I got to do it um, on Monday, and it's up on YouTube now. You can see it. I Who went won up the against, spelling bee? Well, oh, of course I'm not going to tell that. I will tell you this. I misspelled some words. One word in particular, I absolutely know how to spell, and I was mortified really? that I spelled it incorrectly. I'm a really good speller if he's guy for listening. <laughs> I, thought like I, was really... Really, I thought I was a really good speller, and then... I choked under pressure. It's like when people go on Jeopardy and they can't figure out the buzzer. <laughs> um, but Guy Montgomery's Guy Mont Spelling Bee, I went up against um, three fantastic people, Io Edibiri, uh Rose Metafeo, and Blair Sochi. Uh, I've never heard Blair's last name out loud, so I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I'm going by the spelling. Okay. Um, they're all super funny comedians. It was a great time, and afterwards, my head hurt from laughing. It was oh so much god. fun. Oh my god, that's awesome! It was awesome. so much fun. Where can people find that? They can find it on YouTube. Guy Montgomery's YouTube. Guy Month Spelling Bee. Okay. Um, he's done a bunch of them now, and they're all archived, so you can watch a bunch of them. Yeah. It's so much fun. That's clever. Yeah. How fun. All right. Right. Well, I guess that's our episode. I, I didn't even get to talk about what I wanted to talk about tonight, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. So next time, I guess I'll talk about it and also maybe think. Well, of, we'll see. <laughs> we'll ho- see if I let you talk about the thing you want to talk about. I had an idea that I was going to talk about this certain thing that brought up a story that I'd forgotten about. I hope you'll remember for next time. Yeah, because that's our big sponsor episode. Well, we got to bring it. Unless they drop out. We gotta br- yeah, that's true. They could. Nothing's been signed. <laughs> All right, everyone. Hope you're doing okay. Thank you for the wonderful messages. We are on Twitter uh, at Stay of Homekins, Instagram at Stay of Homekins, and we have a Gmail address, which you guys have been putting to great use. Yes, uh, we appreciate all your messages. It's uh, stayofhomekins at gmail.com. By the way, we uh, like a lot of essential workers have reached out. That makes me so happy. And they've thanked us for thanking them, but so also happy. like just thank you again. Like we'll never stop thanking you. Oh god, like I'll never stop thanking essential workers. We can do to help pass the time for you. Yes. I mean, I hope this this might have been a boring one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it was a boring one at all. I think this is a good one. I guess time will tell. T W T. All right, everyone, stay healthy. Stay safe. <laughs> what do we say? Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay, stay sane. Saved. Stay sane. <laughs> Wait, I thought we Okay, sorry. Did you say stay saved? <laughs> hey, y'all. Stay safe. Stay saved. <laughs> y'all, they <laughs> reopened the churches. Oh, boy. Because they said that they couldn't worship. But you know what? Can I just really quick? I have to point out the hypocrisy. Get it in there. Okay. Got, just really really quick, got to point out the hypocrisy of organized religion. No, it's not just organized religion. It's this politicization of everything right now that really makes me want to kind of hurt somebody. I'm but, okay with it. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess like William Barr, he was like suing California because he said <laughs> that like we can't, uh, you can't, it's freedom of religion. You can't shut down religion or blah, 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 blah. Well, I have some news for the William Bars oh, shit. of the world. 
William Barr. Do, 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 do. Newsflash, William Barr. If of the you're world. listening, I didn't even go to fucking law school. And I'll tell you something. <laughs> Religion was not shut down. Okay? Right. It exactly never right. stopped. Yes. You could worship wherever the fuck that you wanted to fucking worship. It just had to be from a distance, you fucking moron. Yeah. All right, sorry. I'm losing my mind a little bit. It's the end of the Tito's, but let me just say something. <laughs> there, Wait, so I don't want people to think you drank a whole bottle of fucking... Vodka. I'm just saying, like, no one was in, infringing... drink. And no one was infringing on anybody's right to worship. No, no one was saying you're not allowed to be religious anymore. <laughs> no one was ever saying, like, you know what? If you're a Mormon, you can no longer be a Mormon Stop in America. Stop believing that shit. You know, basically what they were saying is for this for this temporary period of time, it has to be from a distance because it's a public health issue and we're trying to save your life. And then people went to church and they got COVID. So yes. it's all for show. Anyway. Anyway, my point was something about something about the emails. Thank you. But her emails. Oh, thank you for the emails. If you're essential workers. Thank you for the email. And even if you're not, we thank you oh, so much we for your kind our, messages. Oh, we were saying our sign-off, and you thought I said something about church. But we were Stay saying... Safe. Stay, Stay safe. Uh-huh. safe. Stay, Stay safe. Stay sane. Start over. Stay, <laughs> Stay safe. Stay sane. And Stay home. You finally got it right. You were always messing up the end. Because you would say stay inside. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Turn it off. What? 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 Turn it off. What? What? Stop. Paul, stop touching that.